I am loving you so that I can get something in return. Right. It's very utilitarian. And as long as I keep getting something from you, I will love you. I will continue to stay with you. I'll be connected to you. But the minute you stop giving me what I need, I'm going to go ahead and just discard you and upgrade to the next version of my wife or girlfriend or spouse or right. partner or whatever that is. And as long as they can give me what I need. Conditional love is selfish love. Welcome to the Secure Marriage Podcast, where we believe it's possible to fight less, feel understood, and enjoy a deeper connection with your spouse. We're your hosts, Paul and Shannon Elmore, and on today's episode, The Real Meaning of Unconditional Love. That's the one. Thank you. Good, good. Yep. Here's a really good question that might be really hard to answer. Okay. Because it's a little ethereal in ways, but... I think it's a really important to kind of wrestle with here. Okay. So we might not have definitive answers on this, but I think we can come close. Okay. okay? What does the word un- unconditional really mean? Does it mean I'll love you always? Or does it mean I'll love you until you piss me off and then you're nothing to me? There's, it's more to the question, but that's kind of the essence of the question. What does unconditional love actually mean? I'm going to take those both those definitions that... She or he put out there and say, I will love you always, even when you piss me off. Ooh, you kind of blended it up together. Yes. Unconditional means there's nothing. um, There's no conditions. That's funny. There's (laughs) it's unchangeable. It's unwavering. Yep. Unconditional love means that you recognize that the person has flaws and has their bag of crazy and is going to make mistakes and is not going to meet your needs all the time. And you choose to love them regardless of how they behave or how they act within reason. You're not going to do that in an unhealthy way. If someone is abusing you, you're not going to, you may still love them, but you're not going to stay in that situation, obviously. Doesn't that make it conditional though? There's a certain condition where I will stop loving you. It's not that you stop loving, but there is, you have to keep yourself safe. Oh man, quit throwing wrenches in my little (laughs) dinky plan here. This is the debate that most couples have because they will go to the extreme things. What happens if my spouse is molesting my child? I've actually had that question posed to me. It's a legitimate question that I've had asked in my sessions at some point. Sure. And how do you answer that? You say you stay with someone who's doing that? Is that, and if you don't, then you're not experiencing unconditional love? Right. I guess in that perspective, that unconditional love has to have safety conditions. So it's conditional love based on safety. It, yeah. I, <laughs> it's if, hard, isn't it? If you're going to look at it from that perspective, if you're going to be that picky and minute and uh-huh. let me see how I can hold you to a point, yeah. I guess. Yeah. I, I don't know if I'm making any sense at all there. You're, you're speaking Shannon really well. Thank you very much. <laughs> From the perspective of when you get married and you are choosing to love someone unconditionally, right. you choose to love them in their flaws right. and their brokenness and their woundedness through all of that. Yeah. As, as opposed to, I'm going to love you until I don't feel like I'm getting what I need anymore. Right. You want to put another perspective on this? I think it helps clarify for me. Yes, please. Some of these issues. Because you're the smarty pants. <laughs> That's very nice of you. If you're trying to be a good parent and love your children, do you allow your children to do anything they want? Of course not. Why not? If you love them, don't you let them do anything they want? 
No, because they can't learn and grow. If left to their own wiles, oh my word, you would have... Yeah. That causes chaos for everybody. Yeah. And nobody can be happy. Maybe the kids will be happy temporarily, but yeah. you will never have control of them ever if you just let them run rampant. Exactly. And you actually will end up with incredibly anxious, upset, unhealthy individuals. Yes. Adults or even, you know, older kids. Right. They'll be miserable. Yeah. It's our job as parents to train them and raise them so they can be successful as adults. And if you aren't letting them run wild and free when they're children, the chances of them being successful and being able to function on their own healthy, healthily, as an adult is really slim. Yeah, minimal. And so a lot of people mistake love and control. Mm. As parents, we love our children, but we also have boundaries, have parameters, we have expectations, we have discipline that we put into that. And we put those things in place, not because we don't love them, but because we actually do love them. Right. And it's healthiest for the child. It's healthiest for the relationship, the parent-child relationship. So you can't mistake love for permission. You can't mistake love for control. Right. And so even in a marital relationship, the same principle applies. I love you, but that doesn't mean I let you do anything you want. Ah, see, there you go. That was uh, what I was after. I love you and I will do that not because you are giving me something. This is where it falls down to. When it's conditional love, it is, I am I am loving you so that I can get something in return. Right. It's very utilitarian. And as long as I keep getting something from you, I will love you. I will continue to stay with you. I'll be connected to you. But the minute you stop giving me what I need, I'm going to go ahead and just discard you and upgrade to the next version of my wife or girlfriend or spouse or right. partner or whatever that is. And as long as they can give me what I need. Conditional love is selfish love. It's focused on what does this person do for me? Unconditional love is what can I do for you? How can I help you become a better person, a better individual, a better human being? Because you're already imperfect and I already know you're not going to meet all of my needs. Right. And you're not going to fulfill me perfectly. You're not going to complete me perfectly. Okay. The movies are lies. Okay. (laughs) That's not how it works. Right. Unconditional love is... Even when I don't get everything that I want from you, I still choose to love you. Exactly. I still choose to serve you. I still choose to invest into you. And when two people have that same intent, now we spend the next 30, 40, 50 years together trying to outserve each other. Right. And it's like, no, 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 it's my turn. I get to sacrifice for you. What can I do for you? No, 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 no. You did it last time. Why? I, I get a turn. I get, my to, turn. I get a sacrifice for you now. Right. And you argue over who's going to give up whatever it is so that the other person can be happy. And when you do that, when you're in a relationship where there's two people who are practicing unconditional love, you will never run out of love. Right. Because your cup is constantly being filled. Yeah. Most people don't understand that. Most people's survival brain kicks in and says, I want to make sure I get my needs met first. So I need you to make sure you're doing something for me so I feel good or loved or attractive enough or wanted or valuable or, you know, and our survival brain gets in the way of healthy marriages. Right. Survival brain is the enemy of marriages. It's not your spouse. It's your survival brain, that defensive brain that wants to make sure you don't get screwed. Mm Mm-hmm. When you can marry someone, and again, you have shared values. This is what we just did our last podcast about. When you have shared values and it is, I'm going to come into this relationship and I'm going to serve you. 
for the rest of my life. And you vow to do that to me on a wedding day in front of all of our friends. Mm -hmm. Then you have a secure marriage. Right. Again, it's not perfect. It's not always uh, butterflies and unicorns. (laughs) But it is secure. You know it's not going anywhere. Right. Because there are very few things you can do to actually mess up the marriage. Sure. Unfortunately, again, the world does not teach this model of marriage. And that's why we are doing our secure marriage stuff is because we believe this model is better. Flat out, we'll be unapologetic about it. We actually have a a whole thing that's called the unconventional couple. Right. I was going to talk about that. We should do a podcast about that. We should do a podcast on that. the conventional couple is what the world teaches. And again, that selfish, I need to get my needs met first. The unconventional couple is what we just described. I'm going to serve you and you're going to serve me. And we do it together and we do it out of trust. Yep. And from there, we live blissfully happily ever after until one of us gets hit by a bus. Pretty much. But that's not going to happen between you and me because you've made me promise that we're going to die at the exact same moment so that you don't have to be alone or I don't have to be alone. Exactly. So, you know, the notebook kind of. It's, yeah, it doesn't apply to us, but (laughs) everyone else out there who, you know, might be struggling with this, we get it. We understand. Anyway, that's the best explanation I have of unconditional love. That's great. I think it is more practical and it works in a better way. It It doesn't mean giving permission to do anything. Right. It means that I will love you in a way that isn't a selfish way to get my needs met first. And it doesn't bind you to something that you can't hold to. You promised you would love me unconditionally and that means that you will never leave me. Yeah. And it doesn't matter what I'm doing or how I'm behaving towards you. You you made this promise and that could really cause someone to feel trapped in a relationship where it is unsafe or unhealthy. So being able to have that definition is definitely important. Anyway, we hope this is clarifying. We hope this is helpful for the couples who are listening to this. If you're going, man, this one got me thinking, or boy, my spouse really needs to listen to this one, feel free to share it with them. If you actually want to do an evaluation of your relationship yourself and see how well it's doing on the six parts of the Secure Marriage Framework, you can go to securemarriage.com and right at the top there's a free quiz you can take. And then after that, you get access to some free courses. And then there's other courses on our site if you want to kind of dive deeper into having a better marriage. So yeah. this is why we do what we do. So it that is. people can have happy marriages. Yeah. Anyway, thanks very much to everyone who's listening out there right now. We will see you later. Alrighty. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And on today's episode, the meaning of unconditional love. Okay, that'll work. What do you mean that'll work? That's exactly what you told me to say. I'm just thinking, do we want to do the real meaning of unconditional love? Is that one better? Oh. Yeah, I like that better. All right, start over. Welcome to this. Welcome to this. Welcome. Welcome.